At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hi, thanks for tuning in to episode 31 of the Michiana People podcast. My guest for this episode is Steve Salt with Everybody Has a Story. Now, I've got a lot to say about Steve and Everybody Has a Story, but let's get to our sponsors first. Mapletronics is hosting a brewing business event at South Bend Brew Works on Thursday, September 29th from 5.30 to 8.30. The event is titled, When IT Hits the Fan. And drinks and appetizers will be provided to guests. If you'd like to get together with area professionals and talk about how your IT works within your business, check out the Mapletronics Facebook page and reply that you're coming to the event. Or you can sign up at info.mapletronics.com. Traditional advertising is dead. Radio, TV, and magazine ads are ineffective and everyone's interest is fragmented. Vala Marketing will create a strong digital presence for your company using web development, content creation, search engine optimization, and social media. Their primary focus is growth. If you haven't figured out how to get quality leads or potential customers in the door, you need to give them a call. As a special offer to Michiana People Podcast listeners, Grant of Vala Marketing would like to provide you with some free information. He'll do a website, search engine, and social media audit to help you identify where you're at and where you can go. Give Grant a call at 574-606-6696 or email him at grant at valamarketing.com. That's V-A-L-A marketing.com. I also wanted to mention that I started a meetup group on meetup.com. It's called Michiana Music Meetup. And what I'd like to do is get people together to go out and see some of the great local music and local venues that we have in the Michiana area. Already got 33 members of the group and we've got a event coming up at Vegetable Buddies on October 7th. Billy Sticks, Nicks, and the Motown Machine. So we've got quite a few people signed up for that and i'd like to have you join if you're interested in going out and seeing new music just go to meetup.com and search michiana music meetup and you can join right up now let's talk about steve salt and everybody has a story so steve and a group of john adams grads that wanted to give back to community got together and three years ago, they decided that uh, putting on a variety show for one or two local charities would be a great thing to do. They did it three years ago. They did it last year, and they're doing it again this year. So October 8th at 7.30 p.m., Everybody Has a Story will be going on at the Century Center. 
you can go to ehassb.com. That's ehassb.com to look at details and get tickets for this. The beneficiary of this year's variety show will be Madison Primary Center. They are a South Bend School Corporation primary school, and they were on the brink of closure, but they made tremendous efforts and made a super comeback and are in need of some teaching aids and things th- things that teachers need beyond the budget because teachers, the, the average teacher spends about $200 out of pocket every year to take care of the things in their classroom that the budget doesn't allow. And they, if you go to the EHASSB site, you can see a list of the items that are wanted and needed by the teachers there. And the teachers really appreciate the uh, effort that Steve and his crew are doing with Everybody Has a Story. Now, the cool thing about this this year's event is they have got a powerhouse group of people coming. They've got Curtis Lord, Dan Waterhouse, who's a storyteller, Lindsay Kelly and Russ Stanford, Starheart, former podcast guest, Terry and the Heartbeats, the Moonshine Crooners, the Mora Brothers, and here it comes, Billy Sticks Nixon, and the Motown Machine, one of my favorite bands in the area. And they're actually going to be honoring Billy at this event, so this is just a, a fantastic thing. As far as tickets are concerned, you can uh, get a ticket for the show for 30 bucks, or you can get a table for 10 for 250 you can, if you can't make the show, you can scroll down on just about any screen on the website and do a donation. What a great thing that they're doing. And Steve told a fantastic story and his passion for helping the community was very infectious. I hope that you uh, catch the infection of uh, wanting to help the community because boy, he, uh, he really uh, got me fired up when he came over. I'd also like to invite you, if this is the first podcast you've listened to, to go back and listen to any of my previous 30 episodes. The theme of this podcast is to talk to people who are passionate about what they do and doing good things in the community. So no matter what the subject is, just because it's an older episode doesn't mean it's going to be an old subject. You're going to hear about people who have a big passion for what they do. And just like Steve with uh, Everybody Has a Story, it is infectious. So I'd invite you to go back and listen to some back episodes. And if you like the podcast, tell your friends. I'd like to get as many listeners as I can. As I've said before, this podcast is not anything that I'm doing to make money or be famous. What I want to do is show people the positive things that are going on in the Michiana community. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Steve Salt with Everybody Has a Story. Check them out at ehassb.com. You can also find them on Twitter and Facebook. Just uh, search for Everybody Has a Story and you'll find them. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode. So, Steve, I've kind of looked at what's uh, going on with Everybody Has a Story, and I think it's one of the coolest things going on in our community. So tell me, first of all, what prompted you to start this? And it looks like you started about three years ago. Yes. Um, 
Thanks for having us on on the show. Yeah, really appreciate that. Well, uh, thanks thanks for being the first in my studio. Ah, there we go. So I am the I. Am, this is virgin territory. The, the, this is virgin, at least for 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 us today. It's virgin territory, and my wife doesn't know I have somebody here. There you go. Uh, there you go. Before the house is before done. Before the house, is so done. I'm going to get in trouble. Everybody has a story. In itself, has an interesting backstory mm-hmm. to it. Um, in uh, 2000, late 2013, I found uh, a couple of people that I had been familiar with uh, during the late 60s, early 70s that were John Adams High School graduates is where I graduated. From. Okay. And as all of us that haven't seen each other in 40 plus years, mm. Facebook became the the new uh, uh, reunion uh-huh, site for, right. for many. And um, out of the blue, I connected with Kurt Heckman, mm-hmm. who was, I think, about a year older. I think he graduated in 1970. Okay. And I had not seen or heard from him since 1970. Mm-hmm. I graduated from Adams in 1971. And we ended up uh, meeting mm-hmm. on Facebook, talking back and forth in 2013. He was interested in what I was doing as far as uh, my business in advertising and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered what happened to him because he, at the time that we were young, Gur, mm-hmm. um, he was a tremendous musician, uh-huh. uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, he chummed around with a couple of guys from Adams. Mm-hmm. And we spoke at that time of there is a certain time period, 1967 to 1971, that Adams, uh, both artistically, musically, the theater, Mm -hmm. it was rich with young people that later went on to have tremendous careers, some locally, some regionally, Mm -hmm. some nationally, and some internationally, from this very small window Uh um, at John Adams High School. So we began to banter back and forth about this, and he uh, called me in December of 2013, and he said, listen, I want to talk to you about an idea that I have. Mm. And I think that the time is right for people, all of us, to begin maybe paying some of the good fortune that we had, Mm. mentors, teachers, opportunities that were afforded to us during our teenage years. right. And maybe we could do something good for the community. Mm-hmm. And I, I had moved back to the community from Grand Rapids in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. So I had been here for a little while. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of went back and forth. He presented his concept to me. And I said, you know what? I'm all in. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm good with that. Right. The concept was create a group of people that are volunteers that will take Music and entertainment, whether that would be theatrical or dance, mm-hmm. whether it would be uh, storytelling, poets, mm-hmm. that were all South Bend initially, mm-hmm. South Bend based, right. create a variety show and choose a not-for-profit to fund mm-hmm. on an annual basis, year mm-hmm. to year. Right. And so... We 
Yeah, CR is a tremendous. He goes by CR Heckman. Uh-huh. Um, he also has a uh, stage name that he will be using at our show this year and has been using for the last couple of years of Curtis Lord. Okay. Um, and um, it's constantly in conflict. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he can wake up in the morning and know <laughs> who he is who am that I? day. But... <laughs> A real talent. Uh-huh. And so CR, um, I said, well, what the heck happened to you over mm-hmm. the years? You know, I mean, I went to art, I went to college, I went to art school, mm-hmm. I've been working in ad agencies here and there. CR had gone to LA, mm-hmm. tried to make it as a, mu- a musician out there in the early 70s, which would have been virtually impossible. Yeah. Um, ended up coming back to South Bend, uh, got his degree, ended up in Canada at a, a university up there where he uh, furthered his education, mm-hmm. taught at the college level, owned a couple of companies. Mm-hmm. And uh, by 60 years old, he was thinking, I want to go back into music. Mm-hmm. I want to start writing again and revitalize a, uh, uh, the ability as a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I think we can work both into the same right." Same program. So we ended up gathering our uh, resources together. Uh, we started a company. We went ahead and, and uh, uh, I said, you know, if we're going to do this, we have to do this the right way. Mm. So our initial concept was to pick one charity per year that was small. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't see ourselves as being particularly attractive. Marketing-wise, I didn't. Um, at least for two to three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out and did an outreach to the to the local musicians. Mm-hmm. We brought in three of our school chums mm-hmm. who have had nothing but success in, in music mm-hmm. and have been professionals for well over 30, 40 years. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then uh, called them up to see if they'd like to come back to their South Bend roots. Mm-hmm. Um, do a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, by January of 2014, February, everybody was on board. Huh. And we didn't have one person say no. They all wanted to come back. Uh-huh. Our, um, our first show, and, and there are a couple of things. What we're a- what we were able to do. What we ended up having, I think, more than anything, year one, was the largest high school reunion, because what we found as we began to promote it, mm-hmm. social media was uh, uh, one of our vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, word of mouth was another one. Mm-hmm. We tried to keep. We had very little to work with financially. Mm-hmm. And so what we found was is that people were saying, oh, God, I remember you. I, I haven't seen you in 40 years. Mm-hmm. Well, how interesting is this? Yeah. So kind of triggered an idea in my mind. Maybe we could have, you know, it, it could be a show where we could have our school mates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a huge school. Adams was well over 2,000 mm-hmm. uh, kids. So... We found an interest there along with a, uh, a community interest, and we chose the first year of the 360 project. Mm. Um, Jen Goble um, uh, was the uh, director at that time who was a South Bend policeman. Mm. 
Um, we set out, sent feelers out for small charities. We had a kind of a unspoken thing, CR and I did, as mm -hmm. far as that. Dogs, kids, there's got to be something that we can right. do right. <clears throat> that might even be education-based or mentor-based. Mm -hmm. So we looked everywhere. Right. And went out and asked within our small circle of friends that had lived in South Bend for a number of years what looked like a good good charity that, that would draw some folks in, mm -hmm. provide us with um, uh, a good cause, mm -hmm. give them a nice big check at the end of the concert, mm -hmm. and we'll see what 2015 brings. Right. It was very loose, Scott. Mm -hmm. It was very loose. Yeah. It, it, it was, from a marketing and advertising side, it was tight. Mm -hmm. The concept was fluid. Mm -hmm. And I, we anticipated that. Right. We never really knew what we had. So we gathered all these musicians. I think we had almost 10 acts, uh -huh. 11 acts that first year. Um, it pulled it off. It, yeah. it was at the South, uh, at the um, Century Center. Uh -huh. Fortunately, each one of us that are board members have dabbled or been in that. I, I with my ad side, mm -hmm. obviously I had uh, an enormous background huge background in large business-to-business -business shows. Yeah. Um, Your ads are very eye-catching, by the way. Thank you. appreciate that. And, and just, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but you talk about social media. The funny thing is, is the way I discovered you was I've got a Twitter account for the podcast. Sure. I don't use it that much because right. I get more, a lot more play off Facebook. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to figure out, because I had one guy contact me on Twitter and said he found the podcast by using Twitter. And I said, well, let me see what's going on in South Bend. And I had I had no idea of everybody had a story. Yeah. No idea. So I just typed in South Bend in the search bar, and yours was about fifth, fifth post down. Just by happenstance, you had posted like five minutes before. Oh, okay. And so Google was finding it. It was kind he, to us that moment. Yeah. Well, I was searching within Twitter. Okay. And right. so I clicked on the link, and I said, "Wow, that sounds interesting." I went to the website, right. found you on Facebook, right. and that's that's when I, I I think I tweeted back to you. I want to talk to you. Absolutely. And you tried to send me a direct message, and it bounced for some reason. Yeah, that's okay. We found there. each but other. But it's it's funny how social media works. If you're at the right place at the right time, Correct. somebody finds you. Right. <laughs> you know, we spend an enormous amount of time as a transition from traditional marketing and advertising, mm -hmm. as we've moved into what is now, I look at it as taking what I know as traditional concepts, mm -hmm. and now what we have is an arena that is quicker. Mm -hmm. um, most of it's not very good. Mm -hmm. Some of it is. Yeah. Um, and I think that for everybody who has a story, mm -hmm. it was critical for us to get off on that social media deal because, right. believe it or not, that first year, we did not use any traditional uh -huh. media whatsoever. Right. We were basically uh, direct sales mm -hmm. using our charities charity that year as an outreach program right so we used a number of different things and I told CR from the from the beginning and and he and I were uh, concerned about this whether or not to go with more traditional media mm -hmm. uh, print and whatever right. which 
is literally my whole background. Mm -hmm. um, but to come back and to um, use this relationship building mm -hmm. process, I said, if you're prepared for two to three years, if we get 500 people at the Century Center in the first year, mm -hmm. it's a good year. Right. Um, we reached our goal, mm -hmm. 500. I think three of them, 300 of them were either uh, uh, girl admirers yeah. uh, from high school <laughs> um, or, uh, and they, and he, CR had a lot of fans from high school. Yeah. Of course, everybody's curious as to what we look like, uh -huh. all of this, you know, it's mm -hmm. all of that stuff, especially if you don't attend reunions like yeah. I don't. Right. And I doubt that CR did either. So mm -hmm. um, then we came across probably the most logical person on the planet that displayed interest and became the third partner in this organization. That's mm. Sherry uh, Hermit. Okay. And um, she was another uh, peer mm. in, in at John Adams and who has been at the in the physics department at Notre Dame now for quite some time. Uh -huh. And she said, you know what, I'll run operations. How's that? Mm. I'm good at that. That's what I do. Yeah. And so CR and I are kind of the creative side of it. Yeah. Um, if there's any arguing, debates, loud voices, or making people nervous, it isn't <laughs> Sherry. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and so uh, Sherry joined us in February of 2014 uh -huh. and walked right along with us. Yeah. And in we went and cut checks to the Century Center uh -huh. and started talking to sound and Mm -hmm. people and uh, we had some very valuable assets among this small group mm -hmm. that we relied on. Lorraine Alden, uh, who was a John Adams graduate who has been a, a writer mm -hmm. both in ad agencies and uh, script writer and mm -hmm. uh, film product when they used to produce uh, yeah. um, that joined us as a writer. Debbie Ball um, who had a great career theatrically, mm -hmm. who had been living in Rochester, not Rochester Hills, but um, in Detroit, okay. um, Royal Oak. Okay. Heavily involved with fundraising and the theater. Mm -hmm. um, Becky Kaiser, who I don't know if you know or not, uh, uh, actually her name is Becky Kaiser Eckert, okay. um, who we met through the 360 Project. Okay. The ultimate community activists that I'm glad she's my friend. Uh -huh. I don't think I'd want her mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but all of these pieces started to fit together as far as building a team. Mm -hmm. Then we needed a stage manager. Mm -hmm. So out of the blue, um, a young lady who I had never met, mm -hmm. um, and she's quite a bit younger, Eileen Bollinger, who is uh, uh, has been our stage manager now for three years. Uh -huh. So all these little pieces began to fit together. How they fit together is still a mystery to yeah. me, but I do know that by May of 2014, we began our first fundraiser. We mm -hmm. called it Songfest. Mm -hmm. Made a couple bucks, sold some shirts, did mm -hmm. some posters and everything. And the music, although uh, completely disorganized, nothing really it was charming uh -huh. and we said we're still on to something so yeah. we marched into the century center um had a great show mm -hmm. i think people appreciated it and um um 
like I said, it uh, uh, it moved us into year two where we decided to move on with that. Uh -huh. We were able to give a $7,000 check to these people, mm -hmm. uh, to the 360 project. They were appreciative. Now, that, that, that was a group that was at the Juvenile Justice Center. Uh -huh. And what they did is they were uh, some incarcerated, some that were day visits, mm -hmm. uh, and, and rescue dogs. They mm -hmm. matched up these young kids, and their success rate was as far as recidivism goes, mm -hmm. it was pretty stunning. Yeah, that's on great. On the good side. Mm -hmm. So we thought, yay, everybody high fives, and mm -hmm. you know, we do our, uh, you know, how corporately we sit down and yeah. we have to do our debriefing. And right. Well, we thought we were so cool, and we thought that things were moving along <laughs> so well, we figured, why not do two uh -huh. charities? Why would we just do one? Uh -huh. We can do two small ones. <laughs> 2015, we moved the whole show out to the St. Mary's Old Auckland. Mm -hmm. um, from a quality performance side, it mm -hmm. was tremendous. Yeah. Here's what we missed. We miss, missed that festive atmosphere. Yeah. You and I had spoke earlier about uh, uh, socializing. Right. People being able to. Our first show was um, dinner theater, seating, mm -hmm. tens, four bars. Mm -hmm. uh, music, storytelling, all of this good stuff, Right. 30 minute intermission, mm -hmm. three hours worth of show. We moved to St. Mary's, the show was superb. Uh -huh. The sound that we, we had brought in from right. uh, uh, the Jeff Grahams uh -huh. at uh, St. Mary's, who is a great guy. Mm -hmm. The sound people he brought in were spot on. Mm -hmm. But what was lacking in showman, we wasn't lacking in showmanship, and from a performance standpoint, mm -hmm. it was outstanding. Um, was that we didn't have that festive atmosphere, yeah. and we lost a few people yeah. that didn't come. Just the way that seating is is you're, you're, it's more like a lecture or a theater. If you're waiting, you know, it's kind of like. Um, when we you go to the State Theater in Kalamazoo, mm -hmm. okay, you walk in, you sit at Morse mm -hmm. Performing Arts. Mm -hmm. Walk in, you sit down. I'm sure you and I both were quite familiar with a lot of concerts in our youth. Yep. Um, I never sat. Nope. And so, and if I was seating, <laughs> if I was seated, then there might be something wrong with me. Yeah, I really don't like to sit now. I so. don't really like to sit now. So what I'm finding, what we found was, is that it's been a grand experiment. Mm -hmm. That works. Uh, the, we did reading. We were able to provide reading for life, which mm -hmm. was another JJC organization mm -hmm. that um, mentored, along with the University of Notre Dame students, mm -hmm. uh, Indiana University, Bethel College, mm -hmm. along with some really highly qualified mental health mm -hmm. uh, professionals through books, mm -hmm. and all about the seven virtues. Mm -hmm. um, of which I found the more I dug into it is that um, there are many virtu virtues. How did they just arrive at the seven? Uh -huh. They changed every millennium. Yeah. It seems. So, and then we did. Uh, we also supported Gail uh, Danzler, who um, had the uh, a Franz Fund, mm -hmm. and that was specific to uh, providing older people and people that may not be, that have animals, mm -hmm. but that have had animals might have fallen on harder times. Mm -hmm. Some of the elderly elderly with, within their 
budgets right. that these wonderful friends, which is sometimes all they have, mm -hmm. are as a dog or a cat, mm -hmm. they can't afford to take it to the vet. Right. The Franz Fund was set up specifically in order for them to be subsidized to do that. Oh, that's and great. And they work all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it was, from a, as I said, the performance was stunning. Mm -hmm. The quality of, uh, I have a, a two of my uh, best friends, uh, one that has become a real close friend, one that I've known and worked with for over 35 years, mm -hmm. volunteer their time from Grand Rapids, and they bring in, uh, where I'm bringing, I'm doing five and six camera shoots uh -huh. um, of each concert. Mm -hmm. um, and now Gerb Eifsting, uh, who's with the film farm, and he doesn't like me to put the in front of it, so I'll, I'll, if he hears this, then I'll, I'll, it's good because it tortures him. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, again, what started off as a seed of an idea, suddenly I found people as far away as Grand Rapids, mm -hmm. WKTV, mm -hmm. um, which is Bill Young, who's our production director uh -huh. at the show. I pitched Gerb. I said, listen, I can't get anybody here in the South Bend area to come with the same kind of enthusiasm that a lot of my volunteer advertising mm -hmm. media professionals are bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. I pitched the idea, he just looked at me and he goes, I'm in. And he goes, maybe you'd better go over and talk to WKTB. Mm -hmm. Great, did that. Next thing I know, I've got a complete mobile truck being provided from WKTV driven in from Grand Rapids, mm -hmm. parked out at Century Center year one, parked out at, o or at O'Laughlin year two, mm -hmm. with five techs, or four techs, um, and um, we're producing high definition, beautiful sound. So we're documenting all of this. We hope to get a series going. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a series now, right? Two? Does that make a series? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think so, too. Two, two's a series. I think two's a series. Yeah. Anything more than one yeah. is a series? Okay. So <laughs> One's an episode. From a collaborative, this idea of, of volunteerism, but wrapped and packaged in a music variety and, you know, mm -hmm. box. Right. Okay? That suddenly, all of a sudden, became appealing to people that just wanted to be there and contribute. Mm. So this year, we've learned from our mistakes. We've learned from what were interesting and hard lessons. Uh -huh. um, revisited where we were in year one, moved it to the Century Center, mm. same kind of dinner theater seating, mm. bars, which is uh -huh. a good thing. Yeah. Um, um, and what we're doing this year as our transition is we've gone back to one not-for-profit mm -hmm. but as we were going along the driving factor of why C.R. Heckman and I began to think about this and why we became conversational is that both of us had teachers in school that made impact on uh -huh. us. We didn't know it then Oh, you don't. I, I, I'm sure CR will tell you he was the most wonderful of all students. I uh -huh. can tell you categorically I was horrible. Uh -huh. um, and I couldn't <laughs> wait 
to, to get out. I'm with but you. But what I did words. find is I had two teachers that, and we spoke at length on this in 2013, mm. and because it was my concept as well as CR's, we had shared values on this. What could we do to pay that forward? We're volunteering anyway. The company, we don't take salaries. Right. And what we ended up doing is discussing at great length philosophically what this could mean. Mm -hmm. Well, we went to the dogs and the cats, and then we went to the dogs and the cats and the kids. Yeah. Then we went to books and kids and dogs and uh -huh. cats. And so this year we ended up where we decided that we had an opportunity to take a, a, a what was a performance strong show. Mm -hmm. We invited new people, some new musicians, our mm -hmm. core group, the Moonshine Crooners, mm -hmm. which have been with us since the beginning, since mm -hmm. 2014. They've been in a couple of different forms. Yeah. But this third form that they're in this year is outstanding. Yeah. Um, we're inviting the Moore brothers. Mm -hmm. and Tom Moore and I go way back. Mm -hmm. We we have we're we're bringing back Lindsey Kelly and Russ Stanford, mm -hmm. who will be guests on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Good. Good. I think that Lindsey's performance was so strong last year. They had scheduling conflicts with mm -hmm. us this year. Uh -huh. And out of the blue, we're. Um, they heard that um, we're doing Billy Sticks Nicks and, and uh, the, the Motown uh, machine will be with us. Billy and I just met this year. I've known of him. Uh -huh. um, I've known of his um, uh, relationship with Junior Walker. Mm -hmm. uh, keeping in mind when I was in high school, I was sitting next to Junior's second cousin. Uh -huh. yeah. who, that's all he talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, that that genre mm -hmm. hit me at a very early age. Right. And so um, I met Billy this year. I l had lunch with him in February of this year. Mm -hmm. And the more he and I spoke, the more I began to think we should do something that beyond just having him play. Mm -hmm. We should honor this guy. Oh, good. We should, and we shouldn't just do it in a way that is this bullshit way that most people do it. Kitschy, yeah. <laughs> and so what I wanted to do on this, and, and CR and Sherry and um, our writer and, and uh, our, our basically our core group, mm -hmm. uh, Debbie Ball and Eileen, um, it was my idea to that I shared with Billy he was right on it mm. what everybody forgets about with Billy Nix is that in 1955 there was a or probably 52 mm. uh, when he was at South Bend Central mm. that's where he graduated from. yeah my question to him is what made you go everybody has a story about how something along the line that makes them do what they're doing now right. or or gave them this career mm -hmm. um, and it was a, a band teacher at South Bend Central mm -hmm. and um, we said um, I don't know if Billy was fidgety I don't know if he was hyperactive mm -hmm. I don't know in my experience most band directors just 
cruise the halls looking for people anyway. That uh-huh. you you you'll be a a, a saxophone player. Uh-huh. You'll be a drummer. Yeah. He attributes his interest to this man, who was a career band director mm. at South Bend uh, Central. Mm. So after well, all of these guys met, Fred Patton, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Nix, Junior Walker, mm-hmm. um, I believe his name was Willie Weeks, mm-hmm. um, all super talented guys of which had pretty darn good careers yeah. professionally. And I think Billy's a surviving he member is. of that, yeah. I, I believe. I, I go a little bit further back with Billy. Oh, do you? Uh, my okay. wife and I have been following his band in okay. different incarnations uh, for probably probably about fifteen years. I've got one of his pictures up there from one of there one you of go. Shows and we just we are big enough fans that we will find out when he when and where he's playing and we will adjust our schedule accordingly that is a fan yeah <laughs> that is and a fan. we i i just absolutely love he's a it. charmer he's a charmer right. and he has put together a band they're tight right now that i like hearing their versions of the songs they do better than the Aretha franklin right temptation right I, they, and and the funny thing is you got terry Pulling double duty. Well, see, this is a thing that's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Because what we did is we began to take, we started polling. Mm. Our first year audience, our second year audience. Uh-huh. What made the second year audience less enthusiastic mm. than the first year? I, yeah. had a, I had a gut feeling. Yeah. Intuitively. Mm. But what I did find is that um, the, the, uh, Lindsay and Russ. Mm. We had Janet um, Hines Norris uh-huh. uh, last year, who is very supportive, mm. and I'm, I'm sure she'll be in the crowd. She's not playing this year, uh-huh. but she'll be in the crowd. We had huge um, positive surveys that were coming out of mm. this thing. That that's what people wanted to do. They wanted to come to the to a show. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be able to have a couple drinks mm-hmm. if they drank, mm-hmm. if not at least the possibility of having yeah, one. Right. They wanted to dance and mix and have fun and laugh and not be state stationary in a seat staring at all of this life. Right. Right. So when we began our search, um, um, Billy was top on our list. Mm-hmm. Terry and the Heartbeats, I've seen a um, on a couple of occasions. Uh-huh. Tommy Moore, who, I, as I said earlier, mm. I've known for a long time right. um, and uh, certainly have admired his his work and, mm. and uh, his brother David. Yeah. Um, we're going to have the, we'll have the Moore brothers there mm. to give us a little bit and I'm sure they're going to put something together with a few of the other artists. Yeah. Um, the key guy, another real feature guy this year is Dan Waterhouse. Mm-hmm. Now, Dan and I met at the first show, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been very helpful on a number of different levels as an MC. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year he'll be doing uh, a presentation. He'll do a talk. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I think he did two two stories. Both were just really good. Yeah. And but this year he's going to do something becomes a little bit more historical. Mm-hmm. The nineteen thirty four bank robbery of the National Merchants Bank. Okay. 
and John Dillinger yeah, and Babyface and yeah. Nelson and that whole crew. Mm -hmm. It's intrigued us for a few years, and Dan looked at it, and he said, you know what, I'll bet you that we can do a really great story about that, uh -huh. but let's do it differently. Let's talk about um, what people thought they saw, mm -hmm. as opposed to what was reported, some falsely, most of it hearsay. Mm -hmm. um, and I put that out maybe in April, mm -hmm. May, on social media. And I'll be darned if I didn't start getting private messages back from people whose dads, whose grandparents owned a shop uh -huh. that was right across the street from oh, yeah. from, from the bank. Uh -huh. All kinds of stories. They became folklore oh, yeah. about John Dillinger. This was the last holdup John Dillinger ever did before he was shot dead in Chicago. Yeah. So Dan is going to approach this unexpectedly. Uh -huh. I don't quite. I'm not quite certain. I put out a release for that guy today, and I had to really pin him down. He was um, um, uh, not willing to give it all up, just enough so that I can uh, get a release out to everybody. Uh -huh. But what's kind of fun is that he'll be uh, presenting that in a historical, but with a contemporary twist. Mm -hmm. And so, as I said, the Moonshine Crooners will be with us. Mm -hmm. um, the um, Starheart. This is an interesting group. Yeah. This group is very interesting. Um, I've uh, Jake, been on the podcast. Yeah. Jake, yeah. I, I, I listened to that. Jake and Jake, Jess, yeah. Jake and Jess, uh, are, we, we, we have constant music scouts mm -hmm. that are always willing to recommend to us mm -hmm. something. And then we kind of go and we listen and we... we whether it's YouTube or it's Facebook yeah. or live. Yeah. We've been hearing about them for the last two years mm -hmm. and super talented. Oh, they're... I mean, super, super talented. Yeah. And we looked at them in January and Jake was very enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they couldn't make our fundraiser because they did have a bit uh, in June mm -hmm. that we have at the Midway. Uh -huh. Um, but uh, Starheart, I think, is going to surprise many in our audience. Our demographic, typically, Scott, is, uh, has been around 54, 65. Uh -huh. We also pull in a heavy teacher, mm -hmm. retired teacher thing. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to be, be a young guy there, then. You'll be like a kid. <laughs> and in some cases, I feel like a teenager. <laughs> but what we found was is that it was time for us last year to begin our transition to energize every year with and stay true to our philosophy, mm -hmm. which was South Bend, Michiana, local talent, which it is fertile grounds. Mm -hmm. Being able to take that and if they are enthusiastic mm -hmm. and they want to give us a little bit of their time, it becomes a good thing. Right. It's a win-win deal. Right. We try to promote them as much as we can. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that in the big scheme of things, um, a group like Starheart has a huge following. Oh, yeah. And for them to accept this gig, mm -hmm. and uh, I think will be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think that our, our crew, again... Our demographic, 
it's time that we began to. It's, it's, it's going to skew. We, we bit, need yeah. to. We need to move that back. <laughs> Lindsay, yeah, was our was our something that was noticeable. Yeah, that 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 the audience looked less bald. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Thinning, as we like to call that. Yeah. Right. But it was something that I found. Uh, they were very enthusiastic about these two, mm -hmm. and I know why. And they were very supportive. So mm -hmm. what we're going to do this year is we'll have them do a quick medley mm. that will then lead into what is probably the, you know, if you're going to walk and you're going to walk the talk, then mm. I think this is one of those times where I'm proud of this. Uh -huh. We're going to be involved, and we have been for the last three years, with the CTE program at okay. South Bend Community School Corporation. Mm. Laura Mazzato and I uh, go pretty far back. Uh, I met her through a client. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that I liked what they were doing in that video broadcast um, department and thought maybe we, we could work if I started to introduce some of my clients on small hmm. AV oriented things. Remember these these are young people, 16, 17 right. years old, that are coming from all different schools mm. not just out at Riley. And so I thought and it didn't work out that, that year. It, the, the client demanded a professional, uh, which, you know, was too bad, mm -hmm. but it was, it was necessary. Yeah. We came when Gerb uh, Eaststing from the uh, film farm and WGTV came down. By luck, they only could find three techs that day, that, that weekend, mm -hmm. that would volunteer their time to come down. Uh -huh. So I was left with two people. Mm -hmm. to fill those two static cameras. Uh -huh. So I called up uh, Laura and I said, um, and I talked to Doug Story, who's their their teacher. Mm -hmm. Doug has a um, rich background in, in um, uh, television, uh, mm -hmm. comes out of, uh, was with ESPN and now is, was then was with WNDU mm -hmm. for quite a few years and then is now uh, teaching this to uh, people so are mm. young people so what happened is is that I said listen I need help I need two people from your program to run two static cameras and mm. we'll give them a couple bucks mm. um, they get they have to be there from 9 in the morning on Saturday until 11 o'clock at night they're mm. very long days they're gonna learn from professionals what do you think mm. and Doug story said we're in mm. I'm a little nervous about who will do this, but mm -hmm. we're in. Yeah, That started a relationship that followed up the following year where I presented two videos instead of the old interviews mm -hmm. and to the charities. Right. Um, and so the CTE program came in. Um, I mentored them. Mm -hmm. They were able to experience the uh, same two kids that were with us the, the prior year. Uh -huh. Um, where we had our charities in their studio doing live uh, taping. Mm -hmm. uh, they ran it as if it was a professional deal. Right. They had their editors back at the boards, mm -hmm. and they had their engineers, and everybody kind of worked it as, as a team. And Doug yeah. Story and I both looked at each other, and I said, you know what? I think we're on to something. Uh -huh. I think that, that you're desire to get into the business community to get this kind of involvement mm -hmm. 
I think we've got it. Yeah. Well, that makes you touch more people than just your charity. It, it becomes the outreach, which is what I think in CR's mind, mm. I think that what he, his, his vision was, um, was to start this effort so that it would gradually ooze out mm. as opposed to coming in with this with all the pro uh, professional right. uh, manpower of which is my background mm. so I had to tone it down yeah I mean I had to ratchet that thing down by you know 70 <laughs> percent but what happened was is that so many relationships it's like you and I today mm. all right first time we've ever met right um, I I think that again this storytelling and this concept and the premise of it mm of community doing something for a group mm. and the beauty of the whole thing is this year is that with the CTE program producing two videos mm. we're now this year going to, we split them up and they'll have teams and here's something real cool they're being graded on it oh, okay. this is a semester uh, for two years it was extra project. credit yeah so Doug's story believed in us, mm -hmm. Laura Mazzato believed in us, mm -hmm. took it to their superiors, and we are now in their curriculum. Yeah. And it's what I wanted in a way, I just didn't know it. Mm -hmm. And when it arrived, it was staring at us and we went for it. Yeah. And we're, we're so now. So we have two teams, one that will be dedicated to Billy Nix. And we're going to do a four-minute deal that's a lead into him playing. Uh -huh. It's being professionally written. Mm -hmm. It'll be produced by me mm -hmm. and then be mentored uh, uh, for a, a grade. And mm -hmm. these kids will be involved with this. And we're doing the other one. I'm so looking forward to that. Oh, it's going to be so much yeah. fun. Yeah. And, you know, they're 16 and 17 years mm -hmm. old, and I spoke to them last week. Yeah. And one of the funniest things, I, I it's... it's uh, um, you you have to focus on the age. Mm -hmm. They're only 16 and 17. Right. You and I could sit and talk about some of the more interesting details of, of production and mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Um, that's not what they're interested in. They're they just in, know what they need to do. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they don't need the crap. Yeah. They would like you to cut to the chase. Yeah. Although I'm sure there are far more um, interesting words that they use. Yeah. But what I'm thinking at this point, they'll also be doing a four-minute video for our charity this year, which is the Madison Primary Center. Mm -hmm. And the opportunity walked right up to us in uh, December of 2015. Mm -hmm. It was perfect for what our method our, our philosophically it was perfect mm. we knew we wanted to go there and 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 be more supportive of public school education mm. i went to public schools i think every member of our team went to public schools mm. um in our case tarkington edison adams mm. okay boom 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 right others were lasalle some of the younger ones mm. that, that but so what we found was the opportunity afforded itself, met us right at the door, and we said, absolutely. Mm. And so our whole 
mission, I think, has developed now to where we're in uh, working at a level with teachers and administrators. We're having tremendous support from the South Bend Education Foundation. Mm-hmm. Susan Warner is on board with that. Um, Sue uh, Coney, who is uh, uh, the communications manager director mm-hmm. uh, from uh, South Bend Community School okay. System. Um, Madison Primary School, we liked their story from the beginning. Mm. A school, inner city, probably most are of the people there, which is not the story, mm. but it's a fact, are underserved. Mm. They were close to shutting that school down. Yeah. And as someone who grew up in South Bend, certainly, it's a charming building. Mm. It's a lovely building uh, in a very lovely area. Mm. But they were close to making it go away. These teachers, along with their principal, Deb Martin is the principal there, and our contact um, is Julie Keb, um, who's a kindergarten teacher, has been over there for over 20 years. Mm. Um, when we first met with them, we have seen rescue people, you know, mm-hmm. dog rescue, right. cat re- uh, rescue people. Uh, we've worked with the um, juvenile justice system, mm-hmm. okay? They were enthusiastic. Mm. These, this group is over the top enthusiastic. They're thrilled at anybody. Uh-huh. Because most of the time, what we found when we started to investigate, how would this work in a public school fashion with taxpayers? Mm-hmm. Our own sponsors. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, I give money every every year for that. Don't we pay for that already? Yeah. What everybody forgets about is that, yeah, they've got budgets, mm-hmm. but bar a few 25 or $50 either way, mm-hmm. the average investment that each teacher at a public school system makes out of their own pocket is minimum 200 bucks. Wow. It could be art supplies, mm. it could be something. So, Kleenexes. It could be anything, yeah. you know. They're very creative mm. with their money, and plus yeah. the fact is that they're outstanding fundraisers. We had a fundraiser in June at the Midway. Mm. We tripled our sales that goes into a fund. Mm. You know, we pay for overhead. Right. Um, um, and we tripled what we did last year, mm. and I attribute it 100% to these teachers and their abilities to get enthusiasm, mm. okay? Right. And there were some pretty funny stories. Unfortunately, I can't tell them on air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of them were anything but hysterical, uh-huh. um, and as a fundraiser, with with we had ten of mm. the teachers there. I have never ever seen it <laughs> so aggressive, mm. and yet you just felt compelled to to buy stuff. Yeah. So there'll be the Madison Primary Center, uh, School City blessed it. Mm. South Bend Education Foundation will be our. What we do is we're a conduit mm. basically for charities. Mm. We're an LLC. Right. So. What we do is we have underwriters that um, are supporting 
our effort. Mm. And then we have people, donors, that would prefer that that money go to the charity. Mm. Our underwriters um, are basically small family-owned businesses, mm. Damon Products mm. Company, uh, which is in Mishawaka right. and Home Street. Uh, this year, um, our new best friends from the tire rack uh -huh. have been very generous with mm. us to uh, Bendix Coffee mm -hmm. to we have uh, Krugel and Lawton that okay. have been with us for three years now. Mm -hmm. So everybody has a different desire. Mm -hmm. Every one of them do. Um, they want to give it to the charity, but all tickets, all merchandise will go to the charity. Okay. We'll pay We'll pay for the Century Center, mm -hmm. we'll get all of the stuff done, mm -hmm. and what we basically do then is is whatever is left over, in which we know before showtime where we're going to be, mm -hmm. um, then that's given to the charity. This year, we asked for a list, because for the last two years, we've been putzing around with people, mm -hmm. and our donors, our audience ask, what are you going to do with this money? Mm -hmm. And I would always say, well, we're, you know, in 360's thing, we're going to build, we're going to give them the money so they can build kennels uh -huh. in the JJC. Right. All right. That way, then they don't have to take the kids out. Right. Wherever they would go. Mm. They, they'll have a facility right in there. Right. So we're going to help them with that. Okay. It's kind of mysterious. Mm. Following year with Reading for Life and for uh, Better Books, for example, mm. was a huge donor for us. And so that fit for them with mm -hmm. the books and the, and right. the juvenile delinquents. So what we ended up finding is that we weren't clear on what this money was going to go for. Mm -hmm. So the people that came for the show would support us mm -hmm. with a check. Right. Here, go buy a sound system or mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Well, that's not where we wanted to be. We have X amount of bucks that we know that we can be self-sufficient on. Right. You know. What we want is that money to go to the charity. Mm -hmm. So now we make it more complex by a school, a public school system that every taxpayer of every school system is hit every year. Mm -hmm. There's a line item on your property taxes yeah. that says whatever school system mm -hmm. you're in, right? Right. So why am I going to spend more money? Mm -hmm. So we, I looked at it very hard and I said, teachers. I want a list, I want a wish list that would come out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to categorically list that. And I've made it absolutely transparent mm -hmm. on our website under the, uh, where the donations right. go. This is what they want mm -hmm. in priority. And what happened with that is I found that people finally said, well, which would be a normal question, I would. Well, why isn't the where's their funding? What why can't they afford to buy that? Yeah. Well they can't. Yeah. Each school is given X amount of dollars. Right. And that's the way it is. Right. And these teachers will go out and they'll buy stuff. So this year they were thinking of ways that they could buy a very very interesting whiteboard. You and I both knew those from the nineties. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. you know, now what yeah. they're doing they're they're uh, um, I was stunned because I remember using whiteboard. Yeah, you know, remember the kind of go like that. Yeah, go back. It was you know, we yep. thought we were pretty sharp then. Um, <laughs> but, the, um, but the new ones. Um, 
simple things like um, teaching tools mm-hmm. that will get these kids motivated. Yeah. And so we listed them, and we made certain that in our sales pitch mm-hmm. that we made no hidden things about, well, we're not quite cer- certain what we're going to do. We right. want these teachers to be supported. Mm-hmm. What's happened is, is that with this relationship, it's been kind of interesting because what we found is that now there's interest mm-hmm. within the teaching community, within the administrative community. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Right. Us. Everybody mm-hmm. has a story. And can we get on board? Mm-hmm. So we look at it as I believe what we've done is that we've created 50 years of this kind of stuff mm-hmm. because there are, I think there are 50 schools with just in the South Bend community school system. Right. So we have 50 years. Yeah. You and I won't be here to enjoy our, right. our, our, our chats anymore uh, <laughs> unless something... <laughs> Well, we won't be. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I had a great grandma who to be 104. So. Well, think about where you're. Think about where you're heading. I'd yeah. be, I'd be a hundred and uh, well, I'd be over 110. Yeah, that would be a miracle yeah. if you knew me better. Yeah. So the um, but what we found now is Madison's primary center as a school that was on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. The teach the the administration at that school introduced a steam. STEM program mm-hmm. that took a school that was so low in the ranking mm-hmm. that they couldn't possibly have survived. Mm-hmm. Somebody with patience, somebody with foresight, someone with vision mm-hmm. said, let's give them a chance. And they are now two schools in the state of Indiana that will be certified under both of these wow. acronyms. So mm-hmm. what we're finding now is not only is it our, are they, do we want to support them? Mm-hmm. We want them to succeed, but we want the rest of the community to see this in a positive light, mm-hmm. as you and I were talking about, isn't it about time? Right. That my friend CR will be playing a song this year, which is a uh, is my first time I heard that was Elvis Costello mm-hmm. and obviously uh, Nick uh, uh, who was his producer uh, uh, was it Nick Lowe Nick Lowe yeah what's so funny about peace love and understanding yeah well Nick Lowe wrote that mm-hmm. did it acoustically yeah of course when I saw Elvis Costello in the seventies mm-hmm. I you know I mean it just it was wonderful. Yeah. I always thought that's how it should sound. Uh-huh, right. So CR played a, a, a thing from his studio. CR's living in uh, Hamilton, which is mm. 45 minutes south of, uh, southeast, southwest of uh, Toronto. Mm. And so he said, I want to play something for you. And I said, it's fantastic. Mm. And so it kind of gels nicely because I think that this positive message that we're kind of been hiding, yeah. slowly gaining momentum, yeah. which is to be expected because, right. you know, and what I'm finding now is that there is a, a wonderful understanding coming out of this, mm-hmm. that um, there is a powerful message that can be sent 
which you and I both know because we're music guys, mm. um, that there is politically, we have Republicans, we have Democrats, we mm. have conservatives, we have liberals. Mm. We're not just an organization based on a bunch of artists and, and musicians. Right. Now it's starting to gel where the community itself, we had a lovely meeting mm. in uh, uh, June uh, with the uh, mayor, mm -hmm. South Bend, um, who is a very nice young man, mm -hmm. and uh, his staff, and we kind of presented what we were up to, and mm -hmm. could we get an endorsement, in which he said, I'd be more than happy to endorse yeah. you. Um, so, who are a bunch of 60-something-year-old people moving in, and, you know, that really, I live in Michigan, mm -hmm. um, CR lives in Toronto, uh -huh. um, Sherry lives in South Bend, many of our group are away, mm. but everybody comes together with technology and puts the show together as a tribute to the city they grew up in. Yeah, that's great. Which, uh, you know, you can't get, uh, um, I don't know why people do it, mm. I, I don't think CR and I are that great a salesman, <laughs> but for some reason or another, whether it's the timeliness of it, mm -hmm. you and I spoke early uh, about the ability to go out and, and, and to begin to weave this thread through the fabric of our community. Yeah. How, Just how, how do you do that and yeah. connect with people? Yeah. It's a wonderful um, feeling, yeah. um, especially when you find people that... Um, have a knack for something that they don't know they never knew they had the knack for. right right and when you see that and now we're able to transfer that to an enthusiastic they're not really a charity they're a beneficiary mm -hmm. and although we know with the South Bend Education Foundation which is the 501 or 503 whatever that is mm -hmm. um, what they are is a dedicated group of multi-talented teachers and administrators that have fought their way back from oblivion mm -hmm. and now have this wonderful opportunity to be a showcase for the community right. and believe it or not you're going to be hearing a lot more about them over the next year or so mm -hmm. because when they get that certification for that program yeah that will be a big big deal That's and we're great. hoping that the community itself sees this mm -hmm. and and um, if we can play some small part in giving these teachers a bump mm -hmm. and getting them the kind of material that they need to aid in teaching and mm -hmm. and to not worry mm -hmm. about having to go to Target or right. Walmart or wherever they go they're mm -hmm. very creative right Re oh, yeah. and they're very resourceful yeah they are um, Maybe, just maybe, this will become something that others will want to join. Mm -hmm. You can never beat music. You can never beat art. You can never really beat entertainment. No. And in the case of, of um, um, a guy like Waterhouse, for example, mm. who will be telling this thing, you can never beat a really good story. No, you can't. And man, can he tell a good story. Yeah. And this, this area, the... I am at the point now where I can fill my day with music that has been made locally. Uh -huh. 
and I can cover just about every genre, and I can listen to Starheart in the morning, I can listen to Paul Erdman and at night, I can listen to... Wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful music. Russ and Lindsay, you yeah, know, it's just, yeah. there, there's so there's so much good stuff, right. and I, I, I get into some of the some of the uh, uh, indie stuff, and I, there's uh, letters from Earth and right. spaceships and right. all, all all that stuff, yep. and it's just it, I I've been able to really fill my day with with music that's just all homegrown. It was you know really I, I cool. lived you know I lived out I lived out of town for so many years that when we were here as youth, mm -hmm. there was a tremendous uh, uh, resource of, of music. Mm -hmm. um, garage bands. Right. Um, tr I mean, just, uh, and they filled every teen hall. Mm -hmm. They filled every uh, a place wherever they could get a, you know, the, um, the, uh, uh, some of the more organized venues, mm. the Steppen Centers, the Morris Civics, yeah. the um, um, uh, used to be a place on Edison Road that we used to hang out at too, the Electric something or another. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> and then it kind of went away for a while. Yeah. So for us, we have the good fortune as an organization that there is a resurgence within this community mm. of very talented. And uh, marketable, I may add. Right. People. Mm -hmm. Some don't know it yet. I wish they yeah. did it. <laughs> but um, that are very entertaining, very talented, mm -hmm. have a good following. Yeah. And we welcome them with open arms. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. If they can give us four hours of their time once mm -hmm. a year, yeah. we may not be able to put you on the map, but mm -hmm. we're going to put you in front of, a, of, of 500 to 1,000 people. Yeah. That's, and that's and if cool. that kind of walks away with that, mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, we'll buy you some drinks too. And right. I think we give them food. Yeah, um, good. Good. none of the musicians <laughs> ever want food though. I never can understand. Yeah, that. yeah, they'd rather have the drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I think that for us this year, um, it's pivotal, mm -hmm. and the pivotal part of it, I suppose, from a business side, is that we have found a niche. Mm -hmm. We are not going to be looking for massive charities mm -hmm. because they don't need us right I, I mean you know we're never going to run uh, I don't see us raising four hundred and five hundred thousand dollars right uh, or two or three million mm -hmm. so what we do is we felt we fill a niche mm -hmm. that um, our goals are always simple seven to twenty thousand mm -hmm. if we do 20 mm -hmm. we're getting right if we put on a good show with a lot of people that leaves the community knowing and educating, mm -hmm. giving them, not talking at them, but right. through the art, the use of art, mm -hmm. presenting to them so they go, oh, no kidding, well, that's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Reaching out to the teacher community, the educator community. Mm -hmm. um, we're hoping that uh, um, I have a feeler out for the new superintendent, mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Spells, mm -hmm. who appears to be his hands are full. I noted that a couple yeah. nights ago that he's not only going to be superintendent of the schools, but he will also be taking over temporarily transportation director. Wow. And I don't know how you do that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that guy is going to have his hands full. Yeah. We're encouraging he and his staff, um, along with the South Bend Alumni mm -hmm. Association, uh, 
Looks like they're going to be getting a table. Mm -hmm. So, very slowly, I suppose you and I could call it calculated out. You and I both know better than yeah. that. It's it's <laughs> well, it's uh, in a community such as this that has gone through the tremendous changes mm. um, and this influx of uh, entrepreneurs and um, seed companies mm -hmm. with all of our little Notre Dame inspired mm -hmm. things as well as right. Ignition Park and mm -hmm. um, the In Focus group mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, my good friend Jim Larkin who has a um, scientific methods that's out in Granger mm -hmm. he's the old school out there that is a seed group, investment group, mm. or he probably has 10 little businesses in mm. there that no one knows about. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so all of these things, as they begin to come together, show me that there is a spirited group of people here of many different thinking processes mm. that come together one night, have a good time, mm -hmm. we have a great after party, mm -hmm. and what we're going to end up doing is probably more than likely... Um, giving a little money, and then coming back to the South Bend Community School Corporation next year. Mm, great. Great. What's the uh, date of the show this year? This year uh, is October 8th, okay. 7.30, okay. South Bend's Century Center. We're in the Discovery Room, okay. which is a, a nice little room there. It uh, holds, uh, oh, it can hold up to six, seven, eight hundred people. Okay. Um, but uh, that'll be, as I said, Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, we will, um, at that point, we'll have music will start at 7.30. We should be off by about 10.30, and then there'll be a little after some of the donors mm -hmm. and, and uh, others will and, and invited guests mm -hmm. um, will uh, hang out for a while cool. and have a couple of drinks. And the artists will come out. Billy will play for, I guess, an hour, uh -huh. and we'll uh, go from there. Great. So, I'm just so glad you're doing something for Billy. I just, I just love that guy. Well, I'll tell you, he's. I asked him originally, and I, it was funny. Um, a part of the class project sounds interesting. Mm. Um, is that uh, with my production assistants? Mm. Was the other thing I figured out? They don't like to be called my anything. Yeah. Um, well, you, you will be. You will be <laughs> until you you get another name. <laughs> But the my PAs have not spoken to Billy yet. Oh, and so it's basically been kind of the Steve show mm -hmm. until um, and I've set them loose this week because we're going to be we're getting close three weeks. Yeah. So what I'm having a ball watching is when they will finally speak to him. Their knowledge of Junior Walker and the All Stars. Mm -hmm. Motown is basically based on samples they've heard. Well, Bill, Bill, Bill's going to color it. It's going to. It'll be beautiful. They're they're, they're going to see it in 3D. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, and I. He's got he's got the best stories. Oh, it's they're lovely. Yeah. So what we're going to have with that is that an interview with Billy. Remember, we only have four minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, uh, Dan Waterhouse and and Billy will be together. Mm -hmm. So we have a good storyteller and a real good storyteller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all kind of circled around, you know, a, a, a great story, a nice montages of different things. And mm -hmm. these young people will get a real education in a very short amount of time. Right. That when all of a sudden they're hearing sampled music, mm -hmm. it's coming from his generation. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and the, and they'll know that he right. he made the beat. Exactly. Yeah. So that'll be fun, and I think that the our intent again with our group out of Grand Rapids, uh, both groups, hmm. is to produce the third film. And mm -hmm. I encourage everybody that if you don't know anything about us, mm -hmm. and this podcast is being listened by anyone, and you mm -hmm. want to say, who, who are these guys, go to www.ehassb.com. Okay. And I'll post that. Right on, our, right on our front page is we have uh, both of our films mm -hmm. online. Um, and for your audience, if they mm -hmm. care to uh, um, uh, go there, right on top of that is a free download of last year's uh, performance, mm -hmm. the audio part portion of it. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's free for downloading, mm -hmm. and we encourage that. As I said, we're not in the business of, well, there's that copyright thing. you got to right. watch yeah. that. <laughs> so, but the downloads have been um, um, kind of clicking up over the last week or so mm -hmm. since we posted that. Yeah, so good. it'll give everyone a really good idea mm -hmm. as to who we are and figure, again, with uh, C.R. Heckman, who will be appearing as Curtis Lord, mm -hmm. Dan Waterhouse, mm -hmm. Starheart, the Moore Brothers, Billy Sticks Nicks, and the Motown Machine. Mm -hmm. And then Terry and the Heartbeats. Right. And so I think that group will give us about all we can do. What a great show. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And tickets are, this year, we're doing an interesting thing this year, is tickets for singles are 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. Buy a table of 10, your tickets are 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but my family's coming. Mm-hmm. And the, the thought of them spending $30 yeah. on anything, but they'll spend 25 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as long as there can be people sitting in between them. Yeah. Right? I've noticed that... Uh, it's kind of quirky, but that's a salt thing. Yeah, I, I, I have noticed that at different venues. That they seem to cut it off at 25 Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So we're offering that. Tickets are on sale now. They can be purchased online mm -hmm. on our, off our website. Mm and if you go to our homepage you'll see tickets right over on the nav bar mm -hmm. it'll take you right to that and um, uh, I think that uh, what we're finding now is that in a typical fashion about three two three weeks before the show everybody starts to get we do yeah. have a we do have a Notre Dame game that's during the day that will mm -hmm. be off by it's afternoon yeah. And so we don't have that kind of, mm -hmm. uh, of noise going on. Right. And if you're looking for a great time with a group of uh, just really super musicians, mm -hmm. um, I think that, that we, we're offering something yeah, to the that's, community. I'm, I'm really looking forward to great. it. And great. I'm actually seeing Billy the night before at Vegetable Buddies. So. As a matter of fact, I saw that because he's got a rehearsal Friday yeah. night down at the Century Center. Yeah. Because we'll be using a common back line uh -huh. down there, yeah, and so which he's thrilled about. He said, yeah. "I can't love that stuff anymore." And, yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so we'll be seeing a lot of uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of Mister Nick. It'll it'll be great seeing him two nights in a row. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Steve, I really appreciate you coming in and talking to me about this. I like I said, I I caught you by by just uh, searching around and. I'm glad I did because right. what what a what a great thing you guys are doing. Thank you very much. And, I appreciate uh, that. And 
like like we talked about before, accentuating the positive in things Correct. and and getting people to think about how they can help versus how they can tear things down. Right. Just just doing that. The charity that you're helping is obviously going to be a big winner. However, everybody else that gets involved and everybody that gets touched by this, they go out and do something nice. If they take, it, kind of a pay it forward. Just take thing. a yeah. take take a moment after the show. Mm -hmm. Think about what you've seen. Mm -hmm. Think about what it's for. Yeah, and think about that for the first time in probably a couple months. Mm -hmm. With all of our white noise and all yeah. of the din that's going around us, mm -hmm. you can have an evening where everyone, anybody in there, no matter what your politics are, mm -hmm. whatever it is, is there for one reason. Fun, mm -hmm. providing opportunities for young people. Mm -hmm. And I think in the long run, without sounding too philosophical, it becomes not only paying it forward yourself, mm -hmm. you're aiding a community. Right. And so if you right. just go with those three things, um, keeping it simple mm -hmm. um, and feel pretty good about it and when you leave. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where else you can see that much talent in one house. Oh, yeah. Ever, uh, I mean, we used to remember the Battle of the Bands when, yeah. when well, you were a yeah, kid? yeah. And when I read your list, I was just like flabbergasted. Right. I was like, "This is we had to cut back." These are all my favorites. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I was very impressed. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. We all do. And, yeah. and Sherry and Kurt uh, yeah. um, are thrilled that you have this interest in us, mm -hmm. and, and that we're just absolutely thrilled. Let us know what table you want, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I will. I I will definitely get my tickets. Great. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a good night. Thanks. Well, God. thank you so much Appreciate for being it. on the show, Steve. Yeah. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.